Hello and welcome! You are listening to episode 78 of the Neil Men Video Games Podcast, coming to you live on Twitch from Scotland on Thursday the 6th of January 2021. I am Gary Hulk Simmons, and joining me today is Colin Little. Hello. And Paul Kaczynski. Hello. And together we are the Nearly Men. We have nothing to do with the video games industry. We don't make them, we don't sell them, and we're not even particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men, and at some point you have probably kicked our asses online. Yeah, we have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for the awards for the creepiest opening of the podcast, I think that goes to us there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't see Collins, I just heard yours and I was like, oh, that's that face. He's doing that face. (laughs) Oh, so this is going to get banned. Just my face. (laughs) No, I said I didn't see see Collins, but I meant Paul's face. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Collins' creepy face voice enough, but as soon as I pulled out a voice, I was like, oh, no. I wasn't even thinking about my face. I said we need a we need a, I mean, a responsible adult in the room. I don't think I was particularly doing a creepy face. I was just doing. I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't doing a not creepy face. But... <laughs> well, that's, that'd be too difficult, surely. <laughs> I wasn't doing a not creepy that's face. Full talk coming from you, because it's you that face. <laughs> oh, but how are we, gentlemen? How are we? I'm well. Ha- Happy New Year! Happy New Happy Year! New- Year. How has the first what seven days of the year been for you? Because it's been mental everywhere else. Uh, it's been it's the been best seven days of twenty twenty one yet. Oh, it's been ridiculous. <laughs> I've I've seen all the memes on Insta and Twitter. Uh, I've tried by seven day free trial. I would like to return twenty twenty one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, a friend, friend of the podcast called it a twenty twenty point one. <laughs> I thought it was quite good. And then who's oh, Colin, you can well, you see Wardy Live, a uh, friend of the podcast, uh, did say that um, 2021 is clearly 2020 New Game Plus. Oh, um, very good. Very uh, good. Which I uh, was good. And the Discord, somebody put, does it unearth anyone else that is 2021? Yes. <laughs> it's like, W-O-N, yes. Yes, it, then, yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, the puns. Fantastic. <laughs> and all the D&D nerds who were like, we just, it's two crits. This year's going to be awesome. We've now burned all their dice. Yeah. D20s don't exist. <laughs> and nice, the dice jail. Dice jail. <laughs> even the, they've, they've, been, they've been terminated. They're just in that vat of molten lava. It's like, let them in. <laughs> don't remind us. No one is not 20 anymore. We'll just roll D12s. So. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. I I mean, the world is uh, absolute shambles at the moment. It will get better. It's going to get better. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a crazy start. Bit of a crazy start. Yeah. The, I feel uh, like everything's on the precipice of turning to good. Or or turning to okay. something else. <laughs> I, I like the optimism, just, Gary. That's yeah, nice. Uh-huh. I like that. Like, yeah, it's just that. Yeah, we're just, we're just going to go that way just to be a bit and be fine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like every yeah. time that asteroid comes towards the earth and sat people are like it just missed us i'm like it never just missed us in the <laughs> time, so just calm down janet it's fine oh, damn it janet <laughs> damn it janet we got standard grade science <laughs> she could even specialize in one of them she had to do general science at standard grade and only get a four <laughs> 
That's very niche to the Scottish education system. Yes, love it, love it. Um, (laughs) And hopefully we don't have any Janets in chat. If so, I did not want to offend you or listeners. Um, But we do love it when you get in touch. So if Janet, you do have any issue with that, this is how you can get in touch with us. Reaching the Nearly Men is easier than ever. Search for the Nearly Men Video Games podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or your preferred podcast player. We stream on Twitch. Follow Colin at Colin underscore NM. Follow Paul at Paul Kaczynski, all one word. Follow Gary at Blunderboy87. And let's get social on Facebook as The Nearly Men. Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men. Or go old school and email us on info at thenearlymen.com. Need all that again? Links are on our website, thenearlymen.com. So what are you waiting for? Please do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you, not just for complaints, but for other things as well, like what you've been playing, what you're looking forward to, what, um, what, how else we could insult the people who listen to us. Like, we're always up for tips. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it's been so long since we've did a podcast. I kind of forget what we're doing. I'm yep. like, oh, I'll go I mean, that. what is it? What, what three, four weeks? That yeah. wasn't long. It wasn't long. We just yeah. missed one essentially. I think. Yeah. So what was the week before Christmas, and then two weeks? No. So I three. I thought it was earlier than that. Wasn't the week before Christmas? I'm out of no. Street. No, was it? No, because Christmas Eve, it was due to be Christmas Eve, so it was two weeks before then, aye, so it's longer than you think. Aye, okay, it's longer. Aye, so it's about a month, then. Right. Aye. Um, about a month. Goodness, got to dust off the cobwebs. Um, luckily for... Oh. I'm just saying, there's a lot of lovely, lovely folks in the chat. Hello, you lot. We, 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 um, we, we see you, but we're, we're, we're desperately trying to keep this on track. <laughs> so Lots of lovely people love. and TV. I'd just like to add... <laughs> Evie's did throw some serious shit at I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it's always welcome. Colin, get that copy so we can relive it later on. Um, luckily for us, oh, though, um, it's been it's been kind of quiet in the gaming news front. Yeah, yeah. there's been nothing major. Um, Just for, everybody looking for consoles. Everyone looking for consoles. Everyone getting refunds on PS4 and Xbox One versions of Cyberpunk. That was like uh, the yeah. biggest things over Christmas. Yeah. Um, However, yesterday, day before yesterday maybe, um, Capcom have updated their video policy. Now, this is good because I didn't even know they had a video policy. Um, good, good. And this comes directly from the Capcom website. The reason I learned about it is someone tweeted just a general comment on it. And I was like, ooh, what's this? Um, what's and then did a note and found, oh, Twitch things. Uh, and then found <laughs> the, the, the link to the video policy and read through it. And I said I sent it to the boys. Oh, I think only Colin read it. Um, or we discussed it last night. So the whole thing is, the Capcom have revamped their their um, video policy, as in what you can and can't do with their properties. I guess you call them that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know they're really, in my opinion, they're really positive about it. They start with it. So I'm going to read, I'm going to just read the, the first two sentences, then talk about the rest in general. But this is what they say: Capcom is grateful to have such passionate and loyal fans who want to create engaging content with game footage of our titles. We encourage your creativity and ask you to follow the guidelines below in using game footage of our titles. Please note the following guidelines only apply to intellectual property owned by Capcom. For anything related to content owned by third parties, you must check with the proper rights holders. And then they kind of go on to talk about what you can do um, 
when streaming. So they, 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 they name Twitch, they name YouTube, they name your own website or other video streaming sites um, for where you can do run-throughs or commentary-style videos, um, reviews, reactions, let's plays, and tutorials on how to get better at games. Um, if you are doing step-by-step uh, walkthroughs, um, the associated commentary should be tied to the live game being shown, um, and it should be educational or beneficial, or like, uh, like it must have a point. You can't just be like playing a game and not talking, like showing free content almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that kind of makes sense. Um, if it's unofficial Capcom footage, so if it's been leaked footage, they don't want you showing that. And I think this is to counter the leaks that happened with Resident Evil 8, and they don't want Resident Evil 8 being spoiled. Right. So I think they're anticipating yep. the possibility of leaks, and it's going to make it easier for them to strike it off the internet, which you get. I mean, you don't, you've been able to work on a project for so long, have it spoiled, and then you're like, oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, interestingly, we talk about Capcom on music. And again, I think this is, so if you think of the start of Resident Evil 2, when Leon's in his car, there's a, there's a, a, a band playing. Mm-hmm. I think they're just saying that's not a music they produced. You might get a copyright strike in that because right. it's right. third party music, just, and they're just raising awareness of that. Keeping the audience appropriate, as in the games are. For mature audiences, don't be for like, hey kids, come watch zombies. Um, and the one bit that people seem to be stuck on, but I don't think they've read it properly, is a bit called spoilers. And it starts any posting or other unauthorized disclosure of game content prior to a game's release as prohibited. So they're yeah. talking about leaked videos. They're talking about if Amazon deliver your game a day early, streaming it before anyone else gets a chance to play it. Yeah. It doesn't and they talk about this, it doesn't include, say you get a copy of a game with... Um, you get an advanced from, copy, can I? Yeah, if you get advanced yeah. copy, and they say you can stream, but only after the first hour before you get to any certain cutscene, right. that's fine. It's talk about if it's not came from yeah. them, um, and if it's take for it. Like, so that's all the guidelines on live streaming. Yeah. The bit that seems to be ticking most people off, and again, I'm calling this some good points in this, is when they talk about using their property to gain money. So streaming on Twitch is fine because there's no paywall there. But say you were like, right, I finished part one. You can only see part two if I get five tier two subs. Or, and this is another one, they are restricting and prohibiting the use of Capcom properties as um, emotes because you're paying for emotes. And technically, Mm. you're you're locking their property behind the paywall that you've created which doesn't benefit them. So you're, you're, you're making money off their brand and nothing is going to Capcom. So there's a bunch of other things um, in there, but I mean, I've kind of voiced how I feel about most of that just from talking about it. And it's a really interesting document. It's really short. To me, it seems really positive and really sen- sensical. Is that a word? It just makes sense <laughs> to me. I'm kind of like, I get yeah. that. that. That makes sense. Um, but, makes sense. but lots of people are cutting off and it's, I don't get it. I don't get the kick off. The issue is, right, so streamers have kind of had had it all their own way for a very long time, you know. Even when we started doing uh, Twitch, folk were just playing folks' music the whole way over their, their streams mm-hmm. constantly. Um, but, you know, we we are performers. We, we've worked like that before. You know, we get, uh, you know, if we, if we get a buyout for a job, you know, they're using our face, they pay us to use that. And once the terms of that run out, they need to either rebuy it or they have to stop using it. That's that's how you get paid. That's how artists get paid. That's how, you know, things like Spotify and uh, Apple Music pay artists an absolute pittance for what they're 
their their main. Mm-hmm. If you really want to support an, uh, a band that you love, you need to buy their record. You need to go to their concert. You need to buy their t-shirts directly from them. Streaming isn't actually helping artists as such. The the, the deals are are really bad. But if you're actually playing somebody's music on your Twitch stream, and that's part of the reason why DMC, you know, mm-hmm. it is. You know, it's fair enough. It is fair enough if the artists are getting paid for it. That's not quite the case at the moment, but hopefully Twitch can sort something. Maybe they can come to some sort of agreement where you could pay for a, a premium account or something. You could use music or, or whatever, but PRS and all that, I don't know. But, you know, obviously what the issue with the Capcom thing here is a couple of things. What they're saying is you you can stream their games. They're not saying you can't stream their games. You can stream their games. You can even get subscriptions while you're doing the streams. You can get bits. You can get all that. That's fine. What you can't do is say, I've got the brand new Resident Evil on launch day. It's going to be on Patreon for £30 a month Patreons. Right? You can't can't do that. Because that's basically, that's like being a scalper or bootlegging something or buying PS4s and then PS5s and then selling them at 800 quid. That's what you're doing. You're making a skin on top of things. You're not making the money, you know, Twitch subscriptions and all that are to support the streamer. But but it's not, you know, that's because people who watch us want to want to, to help support us and keep us making content. They're not paying to then view the game. They can go and see the game. They can buy the game from Capcom if they want to play the game. What they actually are doing is paying to support us and, and join in an experience with a streamer. When you're hiding that on top, you're, you're being cheeky and you're trying to take extra money on top of that and that's exactly right and I, I fully understand why Capcom are, are are standing by that. Using emotes and stuff, again, that's that's just copyright if you if you if you had a picture if you know, if, you know, if we if you were going around with Mickey Mouse as a, as a thing, you, you're damn right you know, if you started making lots of t-shirts with Mickey Mouse on them, Disney will not be happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't own Mickey Mouse, you can draw him for a little poster to put in your wall but if you're starting to sell people, oh, come and pay $5 a month and you can get these Mickey Mouse emotes that I made. You you, you maybe made the emotes, but you've stolen the, the look you're, you're, and you're trying to make a skin off of somebody else's intellectual property. Do you know, the thing even with, I, I'd even go a step further, a lot of the time, the people who make the emotes, don't, who use the emotes, don't make the emotes because they, they, they either don't know how, they don't have the time, don't have yeah. the skills. So they'll go to someone and they'll charge them a one off fee. So like, I'm like, Colin, can you make a bunch of pirate themed emotes? I that cost you 60 quid. For three yeah. emotes, great. I then I make say I'm a really popular streamer. I'm making so much money off the back of that. So I'm not only am I making money off of someone else's intellectual property. I'm making money off the back of someone's work. It's, I think it's a bit different to me going to Comic Con to Artist Alley and someone's drew a really cool picture of Joe Valentine and me being like, "Oh, seven quid. There you go." Because then it just hangs on my wall and looks but pretty again, cool. I think that. A sort of fan art thing's a slightly different kettle of fish. I think it's when it's widespread and it's used on, and you're actually, yeah, I, I think. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Capcom could come up to you and say, you know, they, they no. could go to that individual artist and say, you can't sell yeah. pictures of a thing. And, they, and you might well find that they would do that at time of thing. Yeah. But, but on Twitch, it's that mass-produced thing as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting because certain, I was talking about Rare, right? So, obviously, on Sea of Thieves, lots of Sea of Thieves uh, streamers have Sea of Thieves themed uh, emotes. Now, I mm. myself have a, a Captain Shambles emote now that's a, that's a pirate. It's it's not Sea of Thieves-esque. Mm. I don't have a Sea of Thieves like, um, font on it or anything like that, but, but it's pirate and that's fair enough. That's, that's fine, but I've seen people that have emotes that are 
that are the barrels or the gunpowder pegs from Sea of Thieves. But the issue is that Rare team okay with that because Rare have got their own partners. And I think the majority of people that I've seen that have those are Sea of Thieves partners. So Rare seem to be absolutely fine with that. And that's fair enough. And that's 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 cool. That's cool of Rare. But Rare would be perfectly when they're right to also say you're not allowed to do that if they wanted to because it's their yeah. property. They can do with it as they see. And Capcom are quite right to I think as well, protect it if they want. Pirates can be post up angry the Titan. I think pirates can be generic in a sense, but if it's just like, so Resident Evil, you've got specific characters, you've got Jill Valentine and Claire Redfield, a, lot, a bunch of emotes are quite inappropriate of them as well. Like, yeah, so again, it's taking, it's taking that character and putting them in a situation where you can, like they've said in their guidelines, it's an inappropriate situation to put their stuff, or the way they want their characters being perceived. Um, my my question I've seen is, do you think other um, developers will start following suit some of the big names who maybe are getting a bit annoyed at their stuff being used without permission or being used in a way that goes against their terms of service I suppose um, and who do we think they might be That's well, a guessing game. it's inevitable that it, the, the will is this becomes more and more of a thing streaming is becoming more and more of a thing um, coincidentally just before we go on to that point we've had that experience fairly recently when Resident Evil 3 came out and it's, it was Capcom as well um, we got sent copies of Resident Evil 3 for review we were actually lucky enough to get a copy to give away as a prize and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I got to play and stream Resident Evil 3 24 hours before the game came out. Much to poor Gary's um, horror. That's fair. I finished it before, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you did. That's <laughs> because um, Gary did like a... What did you do? Like a 14-hour straight run of it or something? I think I did like an 8-hour first run where you sleep, woke up and finished it later yeah. that day on stream. I did the streams with yeah. So that's so, a midnight, a midnight launch. But we had, we had that, we had that situation. <laughs> I, I had a massive thing to read beforehand. It expressly told me what I could stream, what I couldn't stream, where I could pick up the game, and mm-hmm. where I had to make sure I finished the game before I got to. Um, so, kind of loosely, and this is very minor spoilers. After the first kind of big, there's a big sort of like moment at the start of Resident Evil Three, the the remake, where you you sort of get attacked and all that. Once that attack happens and you're on the street after that, that was the point that I was allowed to start. And then there was a few bits, there was boss fights and various things that I wasn't allowed to stream. I ended up only doing about an hour or something of it because I was super aware and I didn't want to cause an issue. But that's fine. That's fine. If they if they want you to do that and to protect spoilers and all that sort of stuff, then then that's fine. I, I, I don't think, you know, and, and maybe... Maybe everyday streamers who haven't had review copies and pre-release copies might be surprised at that, but that's very common. Even at our level, the mm-hmm. amount of reviews we have, even on games that we're we're just doing reviews after the fact that are going out as a, a YouTube video or anything like that, we're expressly told often what we're allowed to show, what we're mm-hmm. not allowed to show. Um, that's just part of the that's part of the deal. Um, funnily enough, the the Last of Us two had big issues with that, and there's still people in that that were in annoyed about that because there was a lot of stuff that um, Naughty Dog would not allow people to discuss in review because it was Mm. potential story spoilers um, about sort of the way you played certain parts or or even how, you know, characters that you played or or what happened here or there. You weren't allowed to discuss anything. Um, And as a result, there was a big argument about whether or not that was affecting you know, did, did that mean, did that inhibit somebody's 
ability to review the game properly because they weren't allowed to talk about huge chunks of the game. Um, but it, it, it's just par for the course. You know, it's it's just it's just par for the course. And and, and you know, if you if you if you want to get the game for release or to stream or to get the game early access, then you kind of have to. If if they're giving you the game, then you kind of have to play by their rules within reason as well. Um, so I think there'll be more and more of this. Mm-hmm. What you might find, as I said, it's not that uncommon in, um, you know, NDAs or various things like that. It's not that uncommon uh, embargoes and stuff. And in fact, it's very common in um, in the journalism thing. But you might find it's just becoming more and more present with streamers now, or mm-hmm. maybe maybe companies are, are embracing streamers even more. So actually, there might have only been a select few, I don't know, I guess people like Ninja and all that from, from back in the day, all these big, big names would have probably been quite used to this because they'd have probably been in on the loop for a long time of getting games early and being told this and that. But now more and more streamers are getting it. And now Capcom are obviously being quite open with their whole community here. Mm-hmm. And and it might just be people being told, you know, this is, this is you know, if you want to play with the big boys, this is how the rules are. Um, yeah. So I think it'll I think it'll quite likely come more and more devs. Um, you know, as I said, I did talk about Rare. Rare seem to be really open about stuff. They've actually got their own little creators hub on the website and all that, and you can become, you know, and that that's where you get your path to see a thieves partner and all that sort of stuff. So they seem quite open about it. But I imagine, you know, you know, with Apex Legends and things like that. Would Fortnite potentially go down that sort of route mm-hmm. as it goes on? Would things like Destiny, um, all these sort of like big open sort of like um, games more games are doing it day by day. Like has the Fog Whisperers and yeah. so they do a lot of community stuff and they get to they get a lot of first hand knowledge and things they can't tell the community as well. They're like they can they can be asked questions that they won't. They're not developers, but they, they know some things they can talk about and some things uh, they can't talk about. Um, but it's, it's yeah. just it's interesting. The way the fact that Capcom are saying these are our definite do's and don'ts, and yeah, it just seems like they're clarifying things and cleaning yeah. up things so that if anything did happen, they can just go, No, well, it's quite clearly stated here that you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, put just when you're talking, it puts me in mind of when you were like talking about Rare being quite open and quite friendly about it all and, and almost not caring, you know, yeah, fucking uh, punt our uh, emotes and all that jazz, but uh, it, it reminds me of someone, I, I think it depends who you are. Uh, so people like Rare might go well if people are using uh, emotes with their stuff in it then it means their games in people's minds so even if someone's mm-hmm. watching a Dead by Daylight stream and somebody puts up a Sea of Thieves emote it might make somebody go oh Sea of Thieves I used to play that I'll go and play that whatever um, and it puts me in mind of things like uh, way back when with the music stuff uh, with Napster and all that when there was uh, illegally downloading music and all that and Moby mm-hmm. whether you like him or not uh, came out and said I love Napster. I'd, I would rather, I'd love people to download my music on Napster because these people are then going to come to my concert and that's yeah. that's where I make my money. Um, so, you know, Napster's helping me grow as an artist. So I think it, it, it just it depends on what way you look at these certain things. Um, and, and yeah, it just depends how open you are. But I think with, the, with regards to Capcom, it's just about clarifying. It's just about going, no, we're not going to do this. So if you do it, then we've quite clearly outlined you can't do that. No. Yeah. Interesting. Colin, you've managed to mute yourself, buddy. Ah. <laughs> First night back. First night back. <laughs> ah, what in is there? That, is that is the pause? Pause? Sitting with the I, 
That's what that good Titan was. Mute calling. A remote I have, minus. I have to change my hotkeys. Because I thanked Retrocora. Thank you for the raid, Retrocora. Um, unfortunately, we're, we're, we're chatting, but we did see it. Thank you. And we and I've just put a wee thank you. And I, I see that Paolo's done it too. Um, and I, when I pressed the at symbol to to tag somebody at Muse my mic and I completely <laughs> forgot. Because uh, I was talking about Lars Ulrich, Paolo. I was saying Lars you know, he was he was the he's the drummer from Metallica. He was the big one that was he was the one that was leading the fight against Napster at that time. Oh, okay, right, right. But you know, it, it's an interesting one because somebody like Moby was already quite a big star at that point, was already quite rich. Whereas there was other artists on there who needed their money. And we're getting it. So there is a, a thing. I mean, oh no, I get it. I don't think it's I, right. I, 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 you know, yeah. I, the bottom line is you're you're stealing somebody's work. Um, but what I'm saying is w- with the rare thing, you know, it's, it, some people look on it differently. Some people I, look at it as as free advertising almost. And, and there's know? definitely an element of that. And there's definitely an element of that. But the but the issue is, and that's the thing, because you know, as Gary said, if people are making emotes of jill valentine that's one thing but if they're making emotes of jill valentine and she's topless or she's mm-hmm. saying uh, well, one of the big things or something like that one of the big things is um mods to the games like nudity mods and stuff as yeah. well yeah okay yeah but yeah. are terrifying because yeah. obviously yeah. oh i i well that's the, and that's the thing and that's where you you have to protect your brand um but yeah, I mean, I dare say if 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 rare, for instance, and we're already said they're they're pretty cool about all this stuff, or they seem to be. Um, if if it was a a gunpowder barrel or a chest from Sea of Thieves, and it had something obscene written on the side, it they probably wouldn't be so keen on it straight yeah. away. Um, so, aye, I I think you know at least if you put if they put these rules out there, and I don't think when when. Gary first said to me about all these Capcom rules, I went, oh my God, I wonder. Because he said, you know, Capcom have released a whole lot of things. <laughs> There's a bit of a hissy fit about it in the, in the community. And it's a bit like, oh, I wonder what they've said. Um, but uh, to be fair, I, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I um, thought it was going to be something pure mega. Like, you can't do this, that, another, like, to do with games specifically streaming. Same when I saw what it actually was, I was like, oh, it just kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Does make sense. Um, but that's really the only big bit of news. Uh, and there's not even a cosy crumb. The cupboards are empty. <laughs> the, empty. <laughs> the tent is empty. The missies have got all the crumbsies. <laughs> there is no cheeses for these missies. No cheeses for the missies. <laughs> <laughs> which, which just moves us swiftly on to the main event. Now I forgot how I was going to do this. Uh, good, good, good. Uh, we'll see, one, see the one number one, don't read that out first. Yeah, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing it backwards. Yeah, I thought we were going to do it backwards. Yeah. Do you know, I, ne- I nearly wrote them out backwards. And I thought, nah, they'll, they'll know, they'll know. And, and, and this position, actually, I'm going to read them in order and that will be from back to front. Okay. Um, so, of course, we're going to talk about the other game of the year. Um, that's a pretty good list eh, and some good honourable mentions. Um I'm not going to waste time, so just going to shut it. So in third place, bronze for the 2020 <laughs> Game of the Year, Nailing Men Badge of Honor, it is Animal Crossing. Ah. Ah. Can I just throw in that I, I watched a very, a very sad moment today? 
I'm with Animal Crossing, I, I, all I could think about <laughs> watching uh, MG's stream was, was the fact that this was going to go on here tonight. MG deleted her island. So this is MG Oof. Play Games. She deleted Why? her island. She them all. It was a really nice thing. It was a really nice thing. She said she associated it with lockdown. Um, and she hadn't played it since August, and it just just it was all tied to lockdown. And she was going to start afresh, start twenty twenty one. I thought that was a really nice thing. No, nobody. I mean, Desert Island was an absolute bomb site. I saw it. Let's not forget Paula, right? Okay, she might have been quite sad when she deleted her island, but I moved. I I raided into her after my stream today, and she was crying at a jumper, an a jumper. jumper, a jumper. Yeah, I saw that. So, you know. I think MJ was maybe a bit emotional today. I don't know. It's, it's I a bit, a bit all over the job today. That's why I can't go back to work. I just miss all of this. See? <laughs> See? Uh, um, Animal Crossing number three, though, boys. I know. So I... Uh, I It was it was, my, it was in my list somewhere. I don't even remember what my order was. Um, Do you want to know? I can remember. Wonderboy shortly. <laughs> I, I totally forgot about a game that I actually loved, but it's because I've played so many games this year, I don't remember <laughs> what happened. Um, I, I really liked it because I think it, it came out at a time, actually Nintendo brought it forward for release because everyone was crying out for it because mm. uh, it was a game that was bringing people together because it was right at the start of COVID. And Play Games says it. Um, like, right, it, it just it does remind it must remind our lockdown for me. I think it's a kind of a positive thing that came out of lockdown, and we also had the most beautiful harmonious moment where the Doom Eternal community and the Animal Crossing community <laughs> merged and made Doom Crossing Eternal, and it was the most bizarre, glorious, loveliest That's moment right. of my life. And I was like, I don't know what's happening here, but I'm all for it. Um, oh, di- oh, did you miss it? Because. Uh, it was pitched as like, oh, these two two opposites coming out at the same time. Who's going to win? And instead, the community just bonded, and it was like <laughs> the 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 Doom Slayer and Animal Crossing roads and like key, like super cabai heart faces and stuff. And then pictures <laughs> of the the the, the wee assistant Animal Crossing like shooting all the demons. It's like there was the most glorious crossover, uh, and it was just it was bizarre. Um, and I think that for me has been one of the games of the year. It, it was a game of the year because it was dead for the world of gaming and the world beyond gaming. Yeah, to me, I think yeah. I think a game of the year, I'm not from the shade anyone, but I think a game of the year should go beyond its internal audience and it should do something for a larger scope. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I like, uh, yeah, yeah, possibly. I mean, I think this year in particular has been quite interesting. So I never played Animal Crossing at all, but but I said to the guys, I was like, I'm I'm more than happy for Animal Crossing to be in the top three because it it was an event. I was I was on the outside watching it, but I think it was the perfect time for that game to come out as well. And it was always going to be a big game. People were looking forward to it, but actually people, I think in a lot of ways, uh, it seemed to make, it, it seemed to make the, those first few weeks of lockdown a wee bit easier for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think of the, the turnip exchange chat we had in the Discord. Oh my All god, right. drug runs. Oh, became a turnip smuggling mafiosa. <laughs> I, originally, I originally got this game for my daughter, who was six at the time, and I'd kind of hummed and hawed about it because there's a lot of reading in it. And I thought, well, is she going to be able to play it? And when I got it, I decided it was just going to be a bit too advanced for where she is at the moment because of all the reading. Mm-hmm. And um, 
But I, I got absolutely hooked on it. And and it was my first one that I'd ever played, Animal Crossing. And I just I I loved the I love the ruthless capitalism lesson that was in it, it dressed up as this wee kiddie game. And it's it just it really got its hooks in me and it's you know, for someone who is on the O C D spectrum, it's so satisfying to play because it is all squares and it's it's all uh just about building things and putting things in certain positions. Cause it's one of these games that you don't want to think about too much because it's it's completely pointless. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's games that you get stuff out of, but if you start thinking about Animal Crossing far too much, there is no point to it other than cozy comfort. <laughs> and Maybe it's just... if you start thinking of just about most video games too well, that's much, the thing. No that's the thing. <laughs> sea of Thieves is another one. Sea of Thieves is a big one. Don't go down that rabbit hole. But the, the Animal Crossing. Think about like... Animal Crossing. Whereas, think about Animal. Animal Crossing. Whereas, people started hosting TV interviews on it. Remember? Yeah, get it yeah. Quiz, quiz, quizzes on it. There was like blind date was happening. It. I was. It became this platform for this ridiculousness that no one anticipated, but everyone needed at that point of the year. Yeah, um, yeah. Talking about a lesson in in uh, capitalism and rampant capitalism, I do see Evil Monkey saying that it's his game of the rear due to only letting one person start. Uh, only letting one person start one island per console. Yeah. Um. And then he says, mm, if you yeah, I, I shouldn't have to oh, own three switches to let my kids and I all have our own island. And do you know I, that's I second that. I second and, that, yeah. And that is why it's definitely, it's not game of the year. <laughs> it's, it's number <laughs> it's three. Place. It's third place. It's third I mean, that's, that is pretty, that's not great. And I, you wouldn't have thought, I mean, I kind of understand that, you know, it, it's all linked to your Switch and all that sort of stuff, but but Nintendo are a family company, and that is a, that does seem like an oversight. Um, Although part of me wonders were they actually just doing it to bring your family together to work harmoniously in the same island, rather than being selfish and having an island each? Beautiful, no, I think they were beautiful. probably doing it to sell switches. <laughs> well, that as well, but if you're thinking like the, uh, the, the land of the game. <laughs> Eco-friendly. <laughs> Eco-friendly. Yeah. Eco-friendly. Using all that electricity to play your fake island. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that was third place. That's third place. Um, are we going to talk about what actually our own third places were just now, or would just say do that at the end and on our own? I would do all these and then cool. come back to us. Cool, 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 cool. Um, second place. Where's my list? Second place. That's not the list. Oh, that's second place now. Um, <sighs> so the silver award for nearly the game of the year 2020 was the wonderful, so wonderful I forgot all about it, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima! Yes! Oh. Ghost of Tsushima is a brilliant game. Mm-hmm. It's such a good game. It's, it's everything that that game should be. It does not, it does not fault that genre, that tone. It is just absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful in every possible way. It's so respectful to Japanese and also Asian kind of cinema that it's mm-hmm. just it's it's like serving Asian cinema up on a plate. It's that tasty, and it's so satisfying. And it's got the best combat ever in a game, I think. Oh, I don't know about that. I I I love the combat. Do you know I what I would I absolutely love the combat. Love? 
I love the R2 button, making you do things that pick things up. I know Colin, you really struggled back for some weird reason. <laughs> so but I, to me, to, to me, it was the, an extension of my arm, just doing things yeah. like it made sense. It was like, oh, the motion of the combat feels right. What you're mm-hmm. doing with your hands, it feels the right thing to do. Um, and what I would love, you know, the, the they've done great by putting in the. The multiplayer stuff as well. What I would love. Oh, is, that multiplayer stuff is amazing. I yeah. would love duels. I would love to do one v one duels <laughs> as multiplayer. No, I'd be that something like that might appear at some point. It'd be so good. But the, yeah, I mean, the story's beautiful. Oh my gosh! In places, it is absolutely stunning, and it's just that beautiful high drama that Asian cinema's got, mm-hmm. uh, with the beautiful picturesque, almost Zhang Yimou type kind of backdrops it's absolutely beautiful i love it i mean i'm not quite as enthusiastic i love legends i think the standalone thing legends is amazing. look at the golden forest it's so get to the back of the bus little i'm not <laughs> as i mean don't get me wrong it's very good but I, and this was my point right so this was why it's not game of the year whether whether paulo wishes it was or not uh, it would have been if I'd got my list right. I know, Gary, <laughs> so you're dead to me. You're like, dead to me, Gary. Here's the point, right? Here's why it shouldn't be our game of the year, right? <laughs> I've never finished it, right? I've got I'm I'm at towards the end of Act One. I am liking it, but for whatever reason, it's just not the game I I'm just not desperately picking up every five seconds. It's just not got its hooks into me properly there are moments where i play it and i'm like oh this is really good but i don't go back to it the next day and play more of it the only reason i play this because of colin i don't know why <laughs> i don't know why it's just not quite hooked me but i i'm also thinking that actually by the end of act one it might properly hook me it might properly hook me but then i'm like oh well, that's not great it should hook you the first couple of minutes and have you the whole way but Pimble also until we through that shuriken i was hooked also well, you haven't completed it, Paolo. You finally started making some progress in it, but you you did play it for ages. And Gary, you forgot about it. <laughs> so, you know... I had just returned to work. I was tired. <laughs> and my handwritten no list denying. is awful. I was like, I don't even know what game says. There I, is I, no denying that it's a very well-made game. I love the pattern of the petting the foxes and all that sort of stuff. I love the... the, the world Do you know what it is to me? Cool. It's what Red Dead 2 wishes it was. Well, see, I don't Whoa, think so. I, the, world, that's a tough one. the world isn't mm-hmm. as alive as Red Dead is. Oh, no, I that's think the true. world's more alive. I find the world dead in Red Dead, but I think no. it's what you what you look for in the world. I love finding bodies at a shrine, and I'm like, oh, my God, they, they were murdered when we try to create their gauntlet. Whereas Red Dead just, I fell asleep riding the horse in Red Dead multiple times. No, I, I'm with no, Colin on this no, one. I think the Red Dead world's alive. alive. I, I was going about Red Dead, how I always feel that there's a squirrel somewhere on the other side of the world eating its nuts. And how that, I, I can accept that and that Ooh, feels I like Ghost of Tsushima for that doesn't feel like that with me. But yeah, I, I love the world, don't get me wrong, the world is great, but I don't feel it's alive without the me. And really? Ghost of Tsushima is like a beautifully painted like Ming vase or something. It looks gorgeous. It really does look gorgeous. And there is moments of life in it, but it's almost like a canvas that you paint the game on. Whereas the world in Red Dead feels like a living breathing world it feels like you're present in it that's why that that open world seems incredibly mo- much more vibrant there's some amazing moments in ghost of tsushima and it's clearly a very good game and i'm still i jumped i jumped on it the other day 
I'd installed it in PS5, and I'm going to have a quick look at it in PS5, and it's playing at a beautifully smooth 60 frames a second. I was like, oh, I can't Was wait. it good in PS5? I can't wait to play this on PS5 because it's gorgeous and it's so smooth. It's really nice. I think you'll love it in PS5. You still snabbing your horse? Uh, yeah, I did I, I did I, because I just think I just want to press triangle. <laughs> I want to press triangle to go to Shank. Get to it. the glue factory. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but listen, it's it is it is a very good game. And I, I mm. think there's every possibility that I'm gonna uh, get properly hooked in it, but if anything, it's going to be 2021 that's going to hook me rather than 2020 because for whatever reason, it just never properly. But at the same time, I'm not I'm at no point I go, oh, that's that's rubbish. And I had at no point, you know, Cyberpunk's left a real bad taste in my mouth at the moment, so much so that I've literally just put it aside and we'll I'm, not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not even going to get to that game until they finally fixed it. It's not like that. I already was very. Suitably impressed with uh, Ghost of Tsushima, it just didn't quite grab me. Uh, but it doesn't mean it's not good. I love Legends, and I am looking forward to playing it at some point when I get back to my list of shame. You know, honestly, I, I, I'm I I love the game. I, I it's it's got so much variance in it that that I, you just it's impossible for me to get bored in it because uh, you can do your story missions and they are gloriously structured um, if you get bored with that you can then go and hunt a fox den and do a bit of hide and seek kind of thing and you get to pet the fox you get to pet the fox and uh, <laughs> if you're bored with that then you can go and you can attack a wee camp and or uh, you know, it's just there's so much to do in it there's so or you can much go write a haiku or you can go chill in a spring <gasps> oh it's pure lush even though the island's like crumbling I'm like I'm gonna go chill it's, it's absolutely beautiful and then then oh. they added in the legend stuff which is which oh, is great fun glorious. I, I could play that all night and we have done many a night mm. Um, <laughs> you know, there's. Oh, I will come back to another point in a minute, but uh, it's just it's so it's so well done. It's just such a beautiful love letter to Asian cinema, particularly well, particularly Kurosawa, but the whole mm-hmm. of Asian cinema. It opens up. It's not just Japanese. It's 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 beautiful. Absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. And you're dead to me, Gary Hogg. Dead to me for forgetting Jinsaki. I... Well, I was rushed. <laughs> Literally, that I just finished work and was vacuuming and trying to log off an email, and I was like, "Wait, what nah. do I do?" No nah, negligence. Nah, negligence. <laughs> Half a job. Sheer, sheer negligence. Half a job, hog. I, I mean, it's what become a straight for me to be honest. So, I mean, why, why no, stop it? It's very one. But Colin makes a good point. If it's not in your mind, then it should maybe it shouldn't be there. I, I just, maybe it shouldn't I just be there. Like, so, see, be honest. So, I'd say to I think I said to you as well, Colin. It's like my list would have been vastly different, but this year after last year, I took out any remake or upscale or like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, yeah yeah because yeah. my top yeah. three would have been totally different. Um, I've got a, a, an ultimate top three list, and it's like they're all actually all of them. I like we we made games, and I was like, I don't want to do that because last year I did that Resident Evil two, and someone did bring up the idea of is that really fair? And I was like. Maybe not because it's tugging in nostalgia, even though Resident Evil 2 is a phenomenal game. Um, so I, I kept things out this year. So I, yeah. I want to add as well that um, when we did this, Colin was pretty swift with because we we each chose three titles basically and kind of pointed them, and that's how we got the result. Uh, Colin was pretty swift with his. I was pretty clear cut with mine. Gary, because I think because you play such a wide, varied range of type of game. 
you found yeah. this quite difficult as well. Whereas Colin and I are a wee bit more kind of uh, not samey, but we're we're definitely of a, a certain taste. Whereas you yeah. are, explosive. I play everything. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I, I and I play. I've really like my Switch the past month and a half again, and my PS4. I mean PC gaming. I was kind of like I actually had to use Wikipedia to see which games were actually released this year. I was like, <laughs> I was, like was that this year? And I said to Colin, like some of the games, I was like, oh my God, that was this year? I thought that was last yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I did that too, just in case I'd missed anything. I did that and I still miss things. <laughs> <laughs> I have too much money. <laughs> there it was. There it was. We're not saying the guy's more colourful, we're just saying he has more money. <laughs> and, and I'm more flippant of, I'm like, oh, new game, buy old game. And I'm like, my Colin talks at his backlog of shame. My backlog of shame now expands for like four generations. I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, um, but a very deserving uh, silver place for Ghost of Tsushima. Absolutely. It yeah. is a, it's a very, very good game. Um, yeah. And I can't. I can't wait to. It, I can't wait to to play more of it. I just, it just, yeah. I don't, I don't know why. It just, I, I just sort of. I remember playing the first few hours of it and thinking it was literally going to just take over my life, and then it never really did. And I don't know why. But that might be more about me than than about. about I, like, I actually think it's the R two button that's done it. In. I possibly. <laughs> as soon as you say it goes to Shima, going goes that R two button. It's like. It's, it's, <laughs> But it's essentially Witcher controls, right? And the and the Witcher controls are some of the worst things about the Witcher games. Do you know what's really weird? See if you were to say to me just now, Gary, what can what are the controls for games? I don't know, but see if you just put the control pad in my hand in the game, I do it flawlessly. Gary it's becomes like, the game. It's just, it's just the muscle memory, whereas if you were to say to me, Oh, what's the button that does that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's because I use so many different control pads, there's no point learning the names of buttons. It's very mindful as well, Gary. You're just there. You're just there. I'm just, I'm just in the moment. Yeah. Unagi. Unagi. We're just calling stabbing horses. Aye. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just yeah. So, you know. So, moving on to first place. <laughs> and before I say it, I will say I understand why it's first place. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it's deserving of first place mechanically, but we'll leave it at that. In the men's gold place, number one slot, give it the year 2020 is The Last of Us 2. Dun, 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 dun. Remember, no spoilers, boys, because no we spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, going to, he- I'm going to headline this. I'm going to headline this with We Have Done a Spoiler Cast of This. Yes. Um, so if you look back in the, the episodes, not that far at all, it's, you know, four months or something ago. Uh, have a wee peek. There's a spoiler cast. It's about two hours long, and it's it's one of our best episodes, I, I think, because yeah. because of the discussions we have on it. Uh, and if you've played the game, it's really worth listening to because it, I'll be curious to see w- how you think about about these things. So it's a really good episode. So jump back and listen to that. Yeah, no, we, don't you worry. There'll be no spoilers. There are spoilers in our spoiler cast. We will keep this spoiler free as possible. Um, I have also spoken at length about this game not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. Because it was <laughs> also my game of oh, yeah, the the generation. So yeah, I'll, I'll kind of going over old ground. I just think that this game in particular was the biggest release of it been coming a long time. It had more hype than anybody than any game, near enough any game ever. <laughs> ever. Um I had a lot to live up to. <laughs> uh, got it, got it, got it. I can't see his face. I can't he's, see he's, his. 
he's giving you giving you some shade there. Ah, uh, well, there we go. <laughs> um, and I I just think it is an incredible achievement. I think it's incredible for not only as as Gary says, as it it's an incredible um mechanical technical achievement. Yeah, technical mm. achievement. It is astonishing. I also think it's an incredibly uh, impressive achievement on 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 the story side of things because specifically the the, the way the story is the, the way the story goes the fact that it's not necessarily what people it's not what anybody expected I don't think at all um, and I'm very conscious of spoilers here um, I I think it was brave I think. It was the sign of a, a company that had earned the right to tell whatever story they wanted to tell, to make the game that they wanted to make. And I'm delighted that they did. And I actually think that both yourself, Gary, and Paolo would actually be even more impressed with the game if you were. And I know that possibly you don't want to do that, Gary, in particular. I think if you were to play through it again, you would you would uh, probably be more into it than than you are presently. I think it's astonishing. I, I was able to play a whole chunk of it and then watch Gary stream it. So I sign I kind of noticed it. <laughs> I kinda noticed it twice. I kinda got to see it twice in, in various sections. So I've already feel like I've kind of played through it twice. I just think it's it's an astonishing piece of work and and I think it's complex and it's challenging. Um, I think it, it changes pace. There's a there's a point where the the genre almost entirely changes, um, and it becomes its own little standalone sort of like moment. Um, yeah, I just thought I I just really was very impressed with it. it. Lived up to the hype for me, and I also and it also you know kicked me in the guts, and it didn't give me everything that I wanted to. But that's life. That is life. I, you you know you don't get you don't always get what you want and I don't think that I think art should be like that I like stuff that's difficult I like stuff that makes things tough for you sometimes you know if you if you want a, you know if you want a, a popcorn flick then, then you can get that you can see that and there are games that will cater to that but if you're looking for something a little bit different a little more challenging then then you should be able to get that as well and the fact that they took their big it would be so easy so easy for uh for them just to retread the first one and just do the same thing with new guns and and bigger set pieces and explosions and and you you have a jeep that flies or something like that you know the sort of stuff that you usually get in sequels um (laughs) they they didn't do that they didn't do that and and i i thought it was great i genuinely thought it was great um it was one of the few games that Myself and Cherry Bobbins, we literally she she watched every single bit of it. She sat down and and I played it and she watched it. Um, uh, I thought it was great and and I see Evil Monkeys not agreeing, <laughs> and I'm sure there are people that aren't necessarily agreeing. But um, my chat broke by the way, so I can't see it. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I don't know if Twitch is having a meltdown. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> um, we are still having it. Don't worry. Yeah, I I just I just think it it was astonishing, and as I said, it wasn't necessarily the game that we expected, but at the same time, I think it's all the better for that. 
I, I just, I genuinely did. I know that, and we've been in depth about this on the spoiler cast and the previous one. Paolo's got some yeah. issues with it, uh, but I would be interested to see how how Paolo might might feel if uh, if you were to play it again, knowing what you know now. I, I, I'm, I'm not convinced I will play it again. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I'm not convinced I will. Uh, I think it's worthy of the top spot. I really do. I think mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it is, it is a brilliant game. It is a brilliant mm-hmm. game. Um, you know, I, I voice my concerns on the spoiler cast because it is very spoilery. Um, I, I just, I, as a whole, I, I, I just, I, I would. It got to the stage where I just wanted to feel the story. It was an experience, and I just wanted to experience the story rather than come across another set of baddies and I have to get through these baddies before I get to the next bit of the story. It was it was becoming a wee bit of a chore for me uh, later in the game, and and it kind of slightly stopped. longer than it should be. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, longer. everything is these days, mind you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I just, I, it got to the stage where. I didn't want it to be a game anymore. I wanted it. I want just wanted to watch it. I just wanted it to, you know, it was nice being part of it and all that. But it was just, I the the game part of it wasn't as fun as as it's, it's unfair because it is. It's still good. It's still good. It just got a wee bit. It was as if the gameplay got in the way of of the bigger picture for me. But as I say. Yeah. To- totally deserve the game is a masterpiece there's no denying it the game is a masterpiece uh, as a technical marvel um you know whatever you think of the story the story's brilliant uh it's very well crafted um it's very well performed the the game itself the mechanics are fun they're they're okay um and it's particularly if you if you really like them you're just gonna you're just gonna enjoy it all the way um but it's, it's, I mean, it's just Naughty Dog being brilliant, basically. It's Naughty Dog at the top of their game, and t- to me, that that's going to get Game of the Year for people. And... Uh, I think. Sorry, I know Blood the Boil want to come in on this in a minute. Uh, I, I see MJ in the chat talking about this, and actually, the the least favorite bit of the first game was the was the was the gameplay, and that's the thing. I think we we kind of forget that actually. The, the actual gameplay, the, the actual playing of the game, particularly in the first one, was actually probably its weakest part. All that moving dumpsters and shepherding Ellie about on bloody pallets in the water and all that. Yeah, yeah. That was the weakest part of that first game because the story um, elevated it, because the story was so good and the performances were so good and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, it, it became enshrined and all this. And there is no way, I mean, Paolo. You cannot deny the gameplay is better in the second one than it is in the first one. It I would is, give you that, much, yeah, yeah. Much more you can do. It's it don't get me wrong, it's still got this sort of kill boxy feel at points. There are points where you feel like but there are elements where you can sneak through. You couldn't really do that in the first one. No, that's there, that yeah. There, there, yeah. there are ways you can tackle things slightly different. The the sort of AI, the sort of the way the game reacts to the world, and don't get me wrong. It, it still does bizarre things sometimes because it is still a video game. It is still ones and zeros and occasionally they'll spot you and go, how the hell did they spot me or whatever? But the majority of the time they are reacting. It feels dynamic. It feels realistic. But inherently it is still a third person action game where you're wandering around, you're crafting gear and you're, you're, you're shooting and you're going to the next bit. But the story is astonishing. What I would say is I, I do think it was ever so slightly too long, but I, I also can't help but feel that actually if it had been considerably shorter, people would have been bitching about how how short it was we waited so many years and that was it it was like 14 hours 
Um, which obviously is definitely not 14 hours. It's considerably longer than that. Um, but it did, towards the end, I, I kind of feel there was a, a, there is an issue with pacing towards the end of the game. Um, and there are moments where it slows it down when you kind of wish it didn't. But there are also moments where it slows it down and you're glad that it does. It, it, but it is a little uneven. But I still think it's astonishing. I I, I loved it. Um, Thunderboy. Speak I'll my keep boy. this short and sweet, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, full disclosure, uh, I never even made my top five, and I said it was probably just in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I've seen that call, I was like, maybe eighth or ninth would have got for me, uh, because a few things it does well for Game of the Year, mechanically, the gameplay, it's got some really nice gameplay moments, the, the, the gameplay mechanics introduced, they take what they had in the first game, they get rid of the crap stuff, and they make stuff better. Um, I did, I found myself enjoying the combat a lot more. Uh, and enjoying the, the the level design more. It wasn't quite as obvious. It looked a bunch of uh, hip high walls. We're about to do a big fight now. <laughs> uh, it felt a lot more organic, a lot more natural. Uh, the AI astonishing interaction with the AI. Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, beautiful looking, graphically stunning. There are like so f- for me. There's there's a bunch of plot points and a bunch of moments which were great, which were horrifying, which were upsetting, which were funny, which were tender, and that was great. And then the and don't jump in. The one thing that gets you whenever you critique the the the, the Last of Us Part Two, anyone who loves it, is they go, "I but you kind of get what you wanted." I'm like, I but I didn't want anything for it. I didn't want a Last of Us Part Two. And when I went and I didn't know what I wanted, but what I got in the end, I know based in the first game, I didn't want. So I never went and want something, but for that, for characters' storylines, I was like, for me, I feel like at points, character processing just through the window, and I was like, oh, they're just doing what they want now because they think it's going to shock people. And that's where it, that's where it stands for me. And I get people have opinions, and that I won't change yours and you won't change mine, but, and I go over that in the spoiler cast, but for me, that's where I was a bit, I mean, Daybreak, she's not here, but Daybreak watched me finish the game on stream, and I was just, I was done at one point. Well, you know, if you watch the spoiler cast, you'll see what I was saying. And I, I was just, I was, I think I was more disappointed in the way they took things based on what we knew. I felt it was a bit cheap to people. I, I, I try to say without spoiling it, and I don't yeah, need to say yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult. But it's for, difficult. For, for me, I was just a bit like, that's what you're giving me? Really? Um, and and some people loved that. Yes, and some I people found hard, it hard, and I did on the podcast, hard disagree. And some people found <laughs> it really edgy, and some people found it really cool. Some people found it really, like, some for some people it made sense. For me, it never, and that's why I'm sad. France. Um, and that's about... Is it a game I'd go back to? No. Did it get people talking? Yes. Another thing that a game of the year should do. So that's where I'm like, it did lots of things well for game of the year. For me personally, I don't want to touch it again. But I'd go back and play the first one. And that is fair enough. That is fair enough. Um, I I just wonder if you did force yourself, if you would enjoy it more. Maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. But... I think you I'd know, get to the exact same plot points and have an even bigger rage because I'd forget, I'd forget, I'd forgot what's going to happen, and then as soon as I know that thing where you're rewatching something and you get the hint and you go, oh for, oh this bit, and then you get really <laughs> angry at it, and you spend the next fifteen minutes pure time going, and then it was happening, another bit happened, um, yeah, Shane involvement, <laughs> I would, I would, and I'd, then I'd, I'd just get, oh, oh, um. 
Gary's broke down. Am I right. awake? No, you're still here. Still here. Oh no, Chats. I think yeah, yeah. It's Twitch is having the key, Eddie. But yeah, so so that's that's that. Um, we'll finish up with that just in case Twitch decides to shut down. I don't think there's much more we can say about it without getting yeah. spoilers. Uh-huh. We're, we're on a very fine line, obviously, but, with this game, but but a deserving first place. A yeah, deserving I, I think it does. for different reasons. Um, honorable mentions, um, and and these are obviously made up from our second and third places personally. Yeah. Uh, we had, I think you can probably guess who they are actually. So we had Demon Souls, Stranded yeah. Deep, Hyrule Warriors. Hades and Microsoft Flight Sim. On the Flight Sim! Um, so that's the sort of... Uh, uh, the kind of runners-up which we were kind of just debating which would be the um the the the, the other possible um, second and third places. And I think, again, all, all good games for their own reasons. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, there's been a lot of good games this year. Uh, the the flight sim for me is very obviously me. Uh, it's just it was it was a, a again it was a wee bit like Animal Crossing. It was just a, a beautiful escapism, and and a world where we're kind of locked down, mm-hmm. and it just it kind of opened up the whole world. Um, and it's just it's just the you know the sheer freedom of it. I think is just great, and it's just I I, I I've said it before, and I'll, I'll always refer to it as this. It should be the most boring game on the planet, but it, it just isn't. It's just it's fascinating. It's fascinating. And you yes. definitely get your money's worth from it because no, every Sunday, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is the perfect game for that stream. I, yeah. I, I wonder if I going to say the perfect game for you. Quite as into it if he wasn't streaming it. I think it works so well as a stream game that, as a result, you know it's just perfect. And honestly, I, I mean, I can't believe I wouldn't be watching it if it wasn't for. I wouldn't be interested in it at all. I don't think. Or mm. if I would it be jumping on for like a wee second and going, oh, uh, and then, oh, that'll do. Um, but Do you play it off-stream, Paul? Yeah. He does. Yeah, yeah. Why, well, yeah. send us a video? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that beautiful sunrise in Nebraska, man. <laughs> Colin Great shout, put on Bruce Springsteen. It's beautiful. Yeah, right. that beautiful. Was that. I said, get some Bruce Springsteen on. He did. His name was instantly improved. <laughs> I'm uh, going, what are they talking about? Oh, my God. Who's Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> what? That's a joke. That's a joke. Another one. Another one as well. Those stranded deep. There's a lot of love in stranded deep for the chat. Brought us all together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. Great refine by Colin Little. I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's janky and it's not perfect. And you know, we're talking about things like Ghost of Tsushima and and of course Animal Crossing. And we're talking about The Last of Us. These are big AAA games that have a lot of uh, money and sort of like dev power behind Stranded Deep's the complete opposite and it's janky and it's not perfect and it doesn't work all the time and had various issues but actually just at the heart of it it was just I just got obsessed with playing it I just loved it and and I I kind of recommended it to loads of loads of people who then went out and bought it and not a single person really came up came back to me and said that wasn't worth the money uh, mainly because it's not a very expensive game, but almost <laughs> everybody was also just like that was just worth it. And the amount of hours I've got out of playing that game, a lot, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, it was it was it was good. It was good. 
was good. I was, I was quite quite impressed with it. Um, I haven't played a lot of it recently, but I did jump back in for a little while and was getting those feels, so I, I might be might be heading back again at some point soon. Mm-hmm. I was saying I sort of flipped from last year. My top three was so so different. So I had two Nintendo games and an indie game in my top three. Okay. Um, which was kind of unexpected, but when I was about what I've enjoyed playing and what's really captured me, um, Hyrule Warriors, and it's the second one, Age of Calamity, um, which is, I take everything from the first game, it's, uh, so it's Dynasty Warriors meets Zelda, um, so you're controlling big armies in the battlefield and doing objectives and stuff in the Zelda universe, but it's actually the backstory to Breath of the Wild, so it's the 100-year war, so you get to see the downfall of Hyrule, um, and it just does it. I, 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 I just got it in a whim because I enjoyed the first game so much, and then was like, "This is really fun. This is it's, it's fun seeing the backstory. It's fun um, getting to know the characters." And I think it, it would make me appreciate playing Breath of the Wild a bit more because Breath of the Wild's quite open worldy and it's a wee bit wishy washy and getting the story out there. Um, and then Hades, Hades. Uh, is outstanding. It's a beautiful to look at game. It's my mm. first ever roguelike, 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 roguelike. Uh, I think it is. Uh, it's my first ever roguelike game that I've actually played properly. Usually, I die a few times and I'm like done, done, and I've been it. Uh, whereas I think, see, because it's the ancient Greece um, storyline, it's got mm. the gods, it's got the demons. It's very witty. It's very appealing to the male gaze. Well, the gay male gaze and the male gaze actually like whoever designed the characters were catering for every audience and it's like mm-hmm. it's so beautifully styled the gameplay flows so nicely and I've I've actually got really far then died and went back and I was like and here to go again yes hey, but it's just, I can't do it. Um, so I'd say if you see it and you're into that type of game and you like a challenge which I know I know Colin does no, I sure Colin, do your kind of yeah. frustration um, but sure and the beautiful thing, the fact they play in the fact that when you die, you're back to the start because your character rises from the rebirth pit. Yeah, and everyone makes fun of him for it, and they're like, "It's part of the story." You re- every time you go to a boss, like, "Why are you back? I beat you up before. <laughs> Why are you back?" And eventually, once you beat, but it's not happened to me yet. But I think, like, eventually, with some bosses, after you beat them enough times, you get to the room, like, just go, just go, <laughs> just go by me. Like it, it, they make that mechanic part of the storyline, which is lovely. Uh-huh. Um, so I, it's a very, very good game. Stylish, it's stylish. Like the music's stunning, um, and it, 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 it's it's exciting to play. Um, it's good. Nice. Uh, viewers, some viewers, some of the viewers, viewers? Uh, and listeners get in touch. Um, Dancing toaster. Uh, they say uh, I've got to go with Last of Us Part Two as the tentpole summer blockbuster of gaming. Uh, Nat Pacino, 100% agrees with Dancing Toaster. Um, <laughs> Queen of the North, the only games that I played that came out last year were Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part 2. Only just started Last of Us Part 2 around Christmas and I genuinely love with it. It's brilliant storytelling and smooth gameplay. Makes for a great experience. Plus, I've cried twice so far. While I to a Ghost was not necessarily the main campaign, but the co-op mode allowing you to play in pairs or up to four people. Yeah. It's one of the most professional online modes to see in a... But at, in a See and a sea of battle royales again. Yeah. I would absolutely agree. Yeah, um, it's really, it's really good. Yeah. it's really good. But it, but it feels standalone. It feels like a yeah. They could make that whole different game and series, and it would work. Yeah, we've um, not even done the raid yet, guys. Come on, what the raid? I know I've not done the raid. I know I need to get back into it. I need to get oh. back in. 
Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, Jacob's end of the show. Uh, I'm, still, I'm still torn. Uh, James of 42. Uh, for me, got to be Ghost of Tsushima. Just loved it from beginning to end. And Viva La Hazy's top fives uh, were Ori and The Will of the Wisps. Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. New Horizon, Hades, Carrion, which was outstanding, I guess. I'd agree there. And Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Hashtag FE Encore. That's a lot of words I don't understand. So, um, Viva La done a very in-depth Twitch uh, thread where he's basically, I think it's like 50 tweets long, where he basically goes through all the games he played last year. And then oh, wow. Well, okay. It's really worth checking Amazing. out. And he's, he's, he goes into really depth with a lot of them and explains why those games are in his list and mm-hmm. where other ones aren't. It's definitely worth checking out. It's Viva La Hazy. I think it's mm-hmm. just Viva La Hazy is his Twitch, uh, Twitter handle. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Nice. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that was everyone's Games of the Year. How exciting. exciting. We've got another year to go till we do it to this bad boy again. Whee! I know. Um, Can't wait to fall out with you all again next year. Yes! <laughs> I'm going to love it. Uh, moving on, if you've, if you've, if you've ran out of games, if you managed to play them all and finish them, we've got some freebies. So you might be interested in picking some of these up. Oh, here oh we my. Um, so Games with Gold on all X consoles. What? From the 16th of December to the 15th of January, you have Bleed 2, an arcade game. From the 1st to the 31st of January, you have Little Nightmares, which is a horror adventure, which is outstanding. Highly recommend. Uh, the 1st of January to the 15th of January, King of Fighters, a fighting game, surprisingly. 16th of January to the 31st of January, Breakdown, a first-person action. And the 16th of January to the 15th of February, Dead Rising, Zombie Carnage 2006 Remastered. Did not expect mm. to see that there. A very good game. Controls like a dumpster truck. Just be warned. Yeah. Um, PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus. Um, for the month uh, of January, you can pick up Manita on oh, PS5. Um, Watch out, boy, she'll chew you uh, up. I love how it's Shark RPG. Shark RPG. Shark RPG, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's PS5 exclusive. Yes. But you can yes. go into the PlayStation Store on a web browser and add it to your library for when you do get a PS5. So there's that. Yeah, and I believe, I believe Colin, Colin and Paul, Paul, when you got Manny Arm, loved it. Both of us played uh, it, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I reviewed it. I, reviewed yeah. it. Uh, I don't know if I loved it. I like you loved it as a, a review it's, game. It's it fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely worth a, a download for oh, sure. I quite fancy seeing what the PS5 upgrade's all about and seeing how it looks on that. It's quite a good looking game. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth picking up. And it was last yeah. year a game last year. It's perfectly good. It'll you know it'll do you a wee. 15, 20 hours probably, and then you'll be sort of... And it's probably... I mean, if, you, if you're if you up for a fair bit of grinding, it's quite an easy platinum. Mm. I'm actually very close to platinum, and I haven't quite done that yet, but I'm not far off. I liked it. I liked it that much on close to platinum. <laughs> uh, well, I, 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 I liked it. I got that many trophies. I was about like, well, I suppose I'm waiting for a platinum. <laughs> <laughs> would love a game like that. Uh, we also have Greedfall, which is an RPG for PS4, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider action adventure on PS4. Yeah. And those are your freebies. Beautiful. Yeah. Stunning. Um, so apart from Games of the Years, uh, what have we been playing, boys? Uh, what, well, what you two have been playing, because I've hung up my cutlass for good. Outrageous. Right, it's, it's for good. We'll get them back one of these days. We'll get them back. <laughs> uh, I, how no I, did, 
a bit of multiplayer on Sea of Thieves. Again, I mean, there's not much more to say. It's a very well supported game. They're doing. They did the the Fate of the Damned for uh, Halloween. They then did the Festival of Giving um, at Christmas time. There's always live events. There's always new daily challenges. Lots of uh, cosmetics that get added all the time. It's just a very well supported game. A very vibrant community, and I just I just love it. It's like Evil Monkey always said. It's it's tools, not rules. It just gives you so many things to do, and you can kind of do whatever you want. Obviously, the PvP can sometimes interfere with your plans, but <laughs> it it it's, it feels like a big sandbox to play in. And sometimes the big bully might come and give you a bit of a bloody nose, but sometimes you get a chance to give the bully a bloody nose as well. And that's what I love about the game, you know. It's not uh, called the Sea of Friends. Well, that's it. And we, you know, Paolo and I had had a few. <laughs> A few folk come at us, and we took we took them down. We we finished off that stream attacking a galleon. Um, oh yeah, yeah. In our in our plucky little sloop, and we they they sunk us in the end. But boy, did we make a right mess of them! You yeah. can tell they they were very worried. They were very worried. You can hear <laughs> little bits on the um on the the sort of like um uh, proximity mics and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, you could hear people getting quite stressed out about having to deal with this little sloop and why we weren't sinking and they were nearly, you know. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. Paolo, any, any other thoughts? No, it's great. Just on the flip side of that, you know, we, we also streamed with Just Off The Six. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. And on the flip side, uh, a wee sloop annoyed us at the end of our stream. Uh, <laughs> and sank us. Absolutely ruined our night. So, you know... But that's the game. That's the game. Thank you for a day. <laughs> for a whole life. You know, I, I love watching you play it because you enjoy it so much. I think like having you on watch you play it is hilarious fun. Um so I'll probably still be there annoying you. It's great fun. It's a great team game. It's when when you've got a, a good crew on the go that yeah. kinda almost just work, it's really good fun and really slick. It's really fun to play. And when people mm-hmm. sort of know their rules, uh, rules or or or, or generally if people like doing a certain thing or are good at doing a certain thing it can help and when you're yeah. all working like an oiled well-oiled machine it really helps but it's also yeah. got that thing where it can literally be suddenly it's all hands on deck literally because you're like guys we all need to repair right now <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Um, or i need us all up here on deck on cannons because we're getting absolutely pummeled here we need to fight yeah um and it's just i just think it's a fabulous game i love Great it fun. i Great absolutely fun. love it um, what else you been playing, Carl? Uh, okay, I'll tell you, uh, so uh, well, I, I played a bit of the Long Dark, uh, which is another survival game. It's it's stranded deep, so uh, but this one's like frozen deep, pretty much. Um, it's uh, I've spoke about this again. It's it's a brilliant game. You're you're in the frozen wastes of um, Canada, trying to survive. Super hard, you know, fighting off wolves and bears and moose. And at the same time, fighting off hypothermia and starvation and dehydration and all that, and frostbite and various things. It's brutally hard. It is just really, I don't know what it is about it, but it just really grabs me. I love survival games. I just love them. I never knew I loved them as much as I do until Stranded Deep and things like that came along. I just love it. And it just constantly, I I just love that sort of battle constantly and that, you know, trying to, Keep your food levels up. You know, can I make it through the night, or do mm. I need to go out and grab wood just now, or will you know, will the heat go out and I'll I'll not make it through the night? All that sort of stuff. It's just it's just really cool dynamic game. Um, 
I've, I was very fortunate to manage to pick up an Xbox Series S, which I haven't really talked about um, on, on the podcast. I, I got one. It's uh, Sea of runs like a dream on it. The Long Dark runs like a dream on it. And it's, it's just been great fun. And as a result of that, I decided on the podcast, uh, on the Nearly Men Twitch channel, I decided to to try out some some Xbox games that I missed out on. So one of the games I've played is Rise Son of Rome, um, which was an Xbox One exclusive uh, launch title, I think it was. And I had heard sort of mixed reviews that it wasn't very good, and it was a bit, you know, it's I think it's got a Metacritic of like sixty one or something like that. It was about like, oh, it might be a bit duff, but we'll give it a go. And I am very pleasantly surprised with it. It's incredibly cinematic. It's uh, astonishingly brutal, um, but I've just really liked it. I thought the voice acting was really good. The combat's fun. Um, it is a bit same. When I had an Xbox, I remember it being all right. Yeah, it, 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 I would actually say it's better than all right. I, I'm, yeah. I'm very pleasantly surprised with it, uh, and I'm delighted that I, that I decided to play it. Um, when I got the Xbox, I jumped through Game Pass and had a little look, and I was like, well, well, let's see what's on. I don't know. I've had Game Pass on PC for quite a while, but I don't think this was on Game Pass for PC. I think this is only on the console version mm-hmm. or on Ultimate. Um, so... I suddenly saw that and went, oh my God, I always wanted to try that game out. It's, you know, I love my history. I love my sort of like hack and slash stuff. And I was like, so I should give it, I should give it a go. And I'm really pleased with it. I, I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to stream the rest of it next uh, next week on the Nearly Men channel. Um, yeah, I, I would I would heartily recommend Paolo. I, I think you'd actually probably quite enjoy it. Mm. Um, and uh, as you can see, it's astonishingly violent. But... <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I was, I was, I was very pleasantly surprised. So you know, as much as Xbox exclusives get a real hard time, and you know, fair enough, sometimes because they're not, they're, they're, you know, they're, you know, we're, we're not talking Naughty Dog and Sucker Punch and Sony Santa Monica levels of quality, but there, there is still some pretty decent stuff there, and and I, I thought it was pretty good. Nice. I, I, I liked it. Nice. Nice. Paul Kaczynski, what you been playing? Do you know, I'm, I, there's no point in me talking. I've been playing all the same things, so it's just a flight sim, <laughs> Red Dead, FIFA, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. But those are the same things, as always. Um, huh? I played FIFA on the Neely Men channel, which was quite fun. Uh, I knew it was going to be a quiet night on Monday, so I slipped the wee football stream in. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, good, it's just good fun. It's just good fun. Uh, Red Dead, grinding away, made Moonshiner. Um, done the, that's Ooh. me done the Moonshiner, the Bounty oh, Hunter. Collector's just a bit done as well, so maybe this week sometime I might go into the the naturalist. Yeah. Yes, yes. Are you yes, going to you... put that on stream? <laughs> well, on stream, Paolo keeps referring to it as the naturist. naturist. That would definitely be against TOS, but naturalism yeah. is fine. Yeah. Naturalism yeah. is animals and the natural... Yeah. So what, do you go pet the animals rather than kill them? Yeah, you go and spot them. Yeah, you find them. I think. Uh, but yeah, you, you like you can tranquilize them and things like that. You yeah. can do things like that, but you don't kill them. Well, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Knock them out. <laughs> so yeah, but, that, but that's uh, just that. just chipping away at the games. Um, I don't know. It, it just it just seems like I'm in a wee bit of a limbo at the moment with with mm. games. Nothing new's getting started really. Not yet, anyway. Mm. I yeah. kind of I'm I'm about the same, so I've kind of been treading water with stuff I've played before, but um, kind of different. So I'm still going doing day by daylight, still mm-hmm. going away at that, still having loads of fun. Um, generators, 
getting me my generator slapping and slapping how slapping many generators do you think he's done now no enough I've still got bloody challenges to get done See. Um, but we just finished the riff last week uh, the, 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 the mid chapter update should be next week because I might have a clown rework and then that means in a couple of weeks the player test build should be going live for the new cover soon so um, yeah, again it, it, it's it's a weird one because it's well supported but sometimes community doesn't like the way it's supported because they don't get what they want Gamers um, are right. But I mean, they did have, they did, uh, like, they were, everyone's like, there's no Christmas event. Then they did a big like, advent calendar thing where every day you were getting free blood points, free cosmetics, free shards. Like, I was like, what What do you want from them? What do you want from them? Um, so, no, I, I'm still really enjoying it, getting more people to play it. So, Diet Punk's proper into it, MJ Play Games, they're proper into it. So, we nice. get a good. Like, so you call it Swift, Survive with Friends, and you always see how Swifts are overpowered because it, it's unfair because they've got communications. Oh my gosh, we make it look impossible. Um, so I'm just like, <laughs> any killer who gets us must be like, are they a Swift? And we're like, uh, where's that? <laughs> uh, but no, having lots of fun. It's, it's, I, find that I, I find that a game to relax to, oddly enough, even though I'm getting chased by a murderer or I'm chasing people to murder them. I find it quite easy to sit and chill and, and, and just have fun with it. Um, whereas when I first started, goes, I was getting tilted. It just goes to show you how much a sociopath Gary is. Quite like Dead by Daylight, but it's in no way relaxing, is it, Paolo? It's in no way relaxing. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm kind of like, woo, let's go. I just I mean, absolutely sweats it. every time. All <laughs> <laughs> um, the boys just sitting there like that. Mm, they uh, I'm like, like <laughs> nah, nah. No, uh, I need I need to lie down after I've played a couple of hours <laughs> by day. I'm like, that's, that's enough for the month. When I get back out of my groove as a killer, I'm like, hello, slap. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so fun. Uh we went back to Stardew Valley, which ate my life for like a week. I've managed to wean myself off it a bit. Um oh. MJ play games for we'll get back into Stardew Valley. Yeah. Um growing my veg, milking my cows, living with my farm life. Nice. It's just it's weird that it's like chill but anxiety. <laughs> I get more anxious in Stardew Valley than I do Day by Day. Like. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I see corn in Stardew Valley. I'm like, oh no, and Day by Day. Right? I see the corn. I'm like, yes, the corn. Um, <laughs> Harry Warriors, I spoke about, just been enjoying that, getting through that. But what I did jump back into, and I think I've spent 20 hours in it in two days before I went back to work, is Persona 5 Royal. Uh-oh. How many now, times we- have you played that game? Well, so I played the original when it came out like three years ago. And I played it, I just played it once because it's a big game. Yeah. And then they, re- re- they released Royal, which has a new character, new plot lines, new new storylines, lots of extra stuff to it. I'm like 35 hours in and I'm only in July. And the game goes on to like next May or something yeah, like it's that. It's, like, it's the one game. Cool, yeah, it's, it's all about there's the social interaction stuff. But you know, I'm loving it. All the new extra wee bits, which I'm noticing because I've played the, the base game. I'm like, oh, this is new. Oh, that's new. And it's surprising me every time I play it. They've added so much that it just it's, it, it feels fresh playing it. And even though I'm going over old things with it, it the story's so well written. It's beautiful to look at. The music, great. The music, all the personal soundtracks have just been added to Spotify. So there's a bop. Like, there you go. Uh, so I mean it's just if you're a Persona fan and you've not picked up Royal it's half price just now in PS store twenty four ninety nine. Um and I'd say to get it if you're not a fan of RPGs or like, like Final Fantasies and stuff like that and you're looking for something to fill the void until the next one comes out get it um, if you're looking for something a bit different get it 
it's just it's great. And like the whole is get the um oh it's all based in the arcana, so it's all tarot cards that are uh, your social links. And then all the personas are based in gods, deities and demons for lots of religions. So like it's just really interesting seeing this amalgamation of all these cultures come together. And then they all they all have stories and they all tell you things and it's oh, it's, it's it's a wonderful game. So nice. good. So good. Yeah. So I'll be wishing my wife away to that again. Um, good stuff. Some viewers have been in, in contact. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Niche balls. Existed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says, hope you're all well. Working tight, we'll catch up later. I've been dabbling and going to work and being an adult with the occasional bit of Cold War zombies in the evenings. Nice. A good balance. And then James 42 has been playing Red Dead Online, which is fun, though my bounty hunter skills are a bit ropey. Hey. I have Cyberpunk. <laughs> I have Cyberpunk, but it's just sitting there just now waiting for the next update before I venture forth with that. Yeah, I think, I I mean, think we're all I've, in that boat, I Well, I've been playing it in PC, so I've no, missed the big glitches. It's fine. Although the funniest thing is people have realised the children in it are just miniature versions of the grown-ups, and it looks really weird now when I play it. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I, it yeah. does really feel like there's been some serious corners cut. It's also the way that they... Like, see if you look away. People spotted this as well. The 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 like N- NPCs like despawn if you're not looking at them and things like that as well. There's all sorts of glitches. The cars, the cars also like disappear as well. So oh so, yeah, every time I leave my apartment, a car falls from the sky and blows yeah. up, and makes every scream. I'm like, <laughs> they seem to have cut so many corners in the game. It's it's really strange. It's really strange. I don't, I don't know. But you know, the story's great. Going on. The story's yeah. really interesting. I've got to the point where I'm like, oh, um, I, 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 I'm kind of living for the glitches now. I'm like, what's <laughs> this glitch? Give me this glitch. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, but no, I I'm just stopping the game running. Like, I, my, I get the glitch and find it hilarious because the gameplay's fine. I imagine in consoles, it's like really. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say, I think Powell is the same. We've only played a little tiny bit of it on PS5, but it's the PS4 version, and we actually haven't had major, major issues, no. have we? No, but, I, I, but I've only played like two, three hours of it, or something. I, I've done a little bit more. I think I'm about six, seven hours. But I'm at fifteen. I, I'm just kind of on edge. I'm just constantly thinking there's going to be a game breaking bug just around the corner, and it, it's not an. I, I, get, I think I think it's negative hype though. Don't say people just play it, and if you get a glitch, mm-hmm. laugh mm-hmm. and reload. Laughing you about? Well, no, I, I, I don't know. I, it is pretty broken. It, it's also the fact that it just doesn't look very good. And on PS Five, I kind of was expecting the game to look. I mean, it it looks pretty poor. And you look at some of the games that that were out on PS Four and Xbox One towards the end of that generation, and for some reason, Cyberpunk looks nothing like that. It, it's hmm. It's really the there's really weird resolutions that are really poor. The pop-ins bizarre at points. I've not seen anything game breaking, but there's enough in it at the moment that I've seen. It's just made me think I'm going to wait until the next gen update or till they fix this game so I can at least enjoy it. Because at the moment, all I'm thinking about, all I'm aware of, is glitches, and it's getting in the way of what I think will be an enjoyable game to play eventually. It will be worth it. I can tell there's really. Some really nice moments. I'm liking the characters. What I've seen of the story, I'm liking. I'm liking all the brain dance stuff. Uh, there's a really cool mission in a hotel room, um, which is very sort of like oh Minority Report. And I was like, oh my goodness, this feels really good. And actually, because it was a very much contained in that 
in that room. It was all running like a dream, and it's like, this is what this game could be. I think I'm going to wait. And I think that once I do wait, it'll be great. Mm. But unfortunately, I think CD Projekt Red are going to take a massive hit um, reputation-wise for this, because um, oh, yeah. it's it's been a disaster. My main worry is... <laughs> How how far away is the next gen update uh, now? Yeah, yeah. That's my main exactly. worry. Uh, yes, because yes. they have got to fix it for people yeah. that have bought it for PS4 and understand that. Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've they've got to get that sorted and I just feel that the next gen's gonna be bumped a wee bit. I'm I'm curious to know how far away that is. Unless unless they've actually they just completely disregarded the current gen <sighs> and actually the next gen one's actually oh. further on than then then you know so so you never know maybe actually just it might drop, not be because actually they've been paying more attention to that because they definitely took their eye off the ball with the base gen hardware yeah, for whatever reason yeah. and i can't help but feel that they really should have made a difficult decision and yeah they would have got a lot of heat for it but if if it there was a point where they became aware that this game was not running properly on those consoles and at that point they probably should have made a difficult decision and either pushed it back or just cancelled those Yeah, cancelled it. Yeah. Mm. And just said, it's going to be a PC on the game, and next year it's coming to next-gen consoles. It's not coming to PS4. And they would have got so much heat. And deservedly so, because they've been marketing it for PS4 for so long, uh, and, and people would have been gutted. But I can't help but feel that that would have done less damage to their reputation than what has happened. I would because, agree. I would agree. Because, you know, I Sony have next to never taken a game off their store it it it's yeah. almost never happens so the fact that cyberpunk 2077 a game that was eight years in development became one one of the only games that you can think of that that happened to that will that will never be forgotten that you know regardless i mean the next gen console version could come out they could add dlc and it could literally become the greatest game ever but it, I, I don't think it'll ever recover from this launch because it was a disaster yeah um it's a, it's a real shame. It's a real shame. Uh, but I, I'm still looking forward to playing it at some point. But yeah, I, I hope to goodness that it doesn't take too long because I might lose interest. You know, so if you wait, I you wait too long. Can't confirm. The nearly main Cyberpunk spoiler cast will come in 2077. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well done. Well, we do we do yeah. <laughs> we love it when you get in touch. So if you're looking forward to a game if you've been playing any of the games if you have any input on cyberpunk or anything we spoke about the capcom issues etc etc please do get in touch and this is how you can do that we'd love to hear from you find us on facebook as the nearly men twitter and instagram where we are at nearly men or email info at the nearly men.com <laughs> hello welcome back um so uh, let's let's read this Let's wrap this up nice and quick. Um, new releases, not many. Um, so, uh, oh, what? You have MXGP 2020 and the PS5 coming on the 14th of January. Uh, Hitman 3, uh, PC, Ooh. PS5, all major Xbox consoles. And PSVR. Yeah. That's exciting. Is that there? Is this Stadia, though? Um, fully, fully in it. PSVR. Fully in uh, Wow. On the 20th of January. Uh, you've got Ride 4 on the PS5 and all Xbox Series consoles on the 21st of January. And you've got Gravity Heroes on PC, PS4, Xbox consoles and Switch uh, on the 22nd of January. And that's it. Just 
just four games coming out in January. Quiet time. Quiet four games. time. Four wee games. Um, usually this point where we, we, we talk about if there's been any good comments in chat, but then for our our radio listeners, yes, the radio <laughs> listeners, the podcast listeners. Our podcast, our, o, our OG <laughs> listeners. For the audible listeners, um, could you be anything else? Um, Twitch is broke. So, uh, again, for the... The Red sixth time through. in January, yeah, because it's been happening since the start of the year. I think they're getting dosed. Um, so we'll have a few comments. Um, I'm going to throw out one from Sherry Bobbins here, who says uh-huh. she's never buying Colin Little a game again. <laughs> Wait, Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> and Cyberpunk are the last straw. <laughs> yeah. Benjamin, I missed that, I I miss that comment. She also says that Colin's not a laugh and reload kind of guy. <laughs> Which I think we all know. <laughs> I think we all know that, don't we? <laughs> I think we all know that. He peeks behind the little curtain there. <laughs> uh, Sherry Bobbins also said, three handsome men, to which he've said, meh, two and Paul. <laughs> Hashtag land. <laughs> and I did like Evil Monkey when we talked about the uh, MG deleting her Animal Crossing thing that lockdown was over and the pa- uh, Evil Monkey said wait a minute I only know about the Nearly Men because of the pandemic unsubbed <laughs> so, so that's that we were a coping mechanism and now we're gone but well it I looks know. like just as well because it looks like Twitch is completely gone Twitch, Twitch is yeah. gone um, but you know it's quite nice actually Paolo to, uh, I, I don't know what you say obviously from when we first started out uh, and then obviously when when Gary joined we were still not doing the podcast on Twitch this was how we we did it so it's quite nice to do it the old fashioned way the old with, fashioned uh, way uh, and just uh, listening to our, our with our lovely um, podcast listeners out there yeah. um, it's primarily still an audio podcast indeed yeah yeah indeed. Um, upcoming streams uh, I am on the Nerlman channel tomorrow night I think I'm just going to like have a chill night and kill people Yay! Okay. Uh, so basically a wee night of Dead by Daylight, a few hours of Dead by Daylight, happy slapping folk, maybe getting murdered myself. If anyone's <laughs> around, we can kill your friends. Just a chill Friday evening. Lovely. Um, that was great. Monday the 11th of January, Paolo, do you know what you're doing? I'm probably going to start something new, I think. <gasps> it's the start Possibly. Possibly. We'll see, we'll see what, what's going to happen and, and I'll see but, what I can do. Oh, exciting. He's keeping that under his hat. He is. is uh, listen, oh. don't let oh. anybody fool you out there. He's keeping it under his hat because he hasn't got a scooby. Oh, I'll work it out a bit quarter to he literally, I mean, honestly, he literally <laughs> decides what he's streaming like <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes before he actually streams. <laughs> oh, he's a bit fear. <laughs> uh, Wednesday the 13th of January, Colin, do you know what you're streaming yet? Uh, yeah, I'm going to continue on Rise. Oh, yeah. Uh, we nice. just got to Scotland. We've just got to Scotland, oh, and they're talking that. about all these fearsome people behind the wall, beyond the oh, wall, wow. that are um, brutal and horned and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking it's forward to that. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then next Thursday, of course, as I'm out for a night, TBC, boy. TBC. Go to Tsushima! Well, that, that, oh, might that. that might be an option. That might be an option. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So, first episode of 2021 done in Boom. the bag. Single delivered. It's yours. A wonderful chatting again, gents. Love to see your faces. Pleasure. Your dulcet tones. Indeed. Um, it's lovely uh, to know people are listening again. And please do get in touch. Uh, please send us lots of stuff. 
Uh, so it's not just our opinions. We love to hear your opinions uh, and your views. Uh, Paul, any last words? Oh, no, just goodbye and thanks for listening. Colin? Oh, no, just goodbye and thanks for listening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, just, I just can't. I hear this. I hear this. <laughs> I got to just say... Uh, Stay safe and watch the joypads. Uh, and we'll see you next time, folks. Goodbye.